0: Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of The Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Well, hello and welcome back. Welcome to Lunch Break. I am Pierce Brantley, co-host of The Eternal Entrepreneur, and I am very happy to continue our conversation together about calling. This is part three in our series about calling. And just as a recap, calling what you are called to, what you are called unto is one of the most important things that we can get centered on as it relates to our walk with the Lord, because the world will pull our work and our business and our efforts in a direction that is countercultural to the kingdom. And even kingdom work can actually move us away from the call of God if it is not centered on the precepts and the principles that are in the Bible. So quick recap. Part one, we talked about the fact that we are all called in Christ. Calling is both a state and an assignment. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Uh, A branch is both a extension. It can't help but extend from the vine. And it also has an assignment to bear good fruit. So it is a state and an assignment, meaning we cannot help but be called. But there is an assignment on that calling. Then last week we talked about Gideon and what it means to go in the strength that we have. Part of activating our calling is being obedient to the reality that we are already called and not waiting for a mountaintop moment from which to begin our ministry and working and doing everything that we do as unto the Lord. So today, building on that foundation, I want to talk about Urgency. The reason I want to talk about urgency is for two reasons. One is because we are taught to number our days. This is like an urgent guttural kind of expression that David talks about in the Psalms. Lord, teach me, teach me to number my days, teach me to have a sense of the end because I'm going to meet with you soon, and I do not want these days to be for naught. I do not want to live from a place of apathy. Now, we can twist that and say, I just need to do a bunch of stuff for God. But this is different than that. that. That is weighing the gift of life that God has placed on you. The fact that he knows you, chose to create you, chose to put you on planet Earth at such a time as this, and walking in that with reverence. So what I want to talk about as an extension of that from the point of urgency is how to activate it. You say, Pierce, why do I need to activate my calling if I am already called? When I say activate, what I'm talking about is kind of positioning your spirit to be cognitively, cognizantly aware of the reality of the calling of God on your life. So if we were to turn back the clock, rewind time, I think it was probably 12 years ago, the beginning of my calling and career kind of journey. I had stepped out of ministry. I was doing full-time ministry uh, at a church, doing kind of a, an international youth church uh, bridge kind of thing. We were working in the cities and I needed a job really bad outside of that transition. And I didn't know what to do because I didn't really have a skill set per se, at this point in my life. But I knew that uh, I needed to eat. I knew I needed to put a roof over my head. And uh, the first place I thought to go with that, not having any leads for a job, was to pray. And I remember exactly where I was when I made this prayer. I actually just basically spent my last amount of money eating pizza, as you do, at a local diner with a buddy of mine. I said, Lord, you know, I really need some work. And, uh, if there's any way you can help me out in this regard, I'd be super, super grateful. It was a little more desperate than that. That's, that's the, the cliff notes version. So I hear in my spirit, I hear, I'm going to let you down easy Pierce, meaning I'm going to take care of this for you. So I kid you not the next day I am, uh, at a buddy's business place of business. Uh, he was a, uh, like a cosmetic surgeon, dental guy, and Someone I knew, but hadn't talked to in months, walks into their office, stops, looks at me and goes, Pierce, do you need a job? He doesn't know anything about my situation. doesn't even know I've left ministry. And I go, I do need a job. And he goes, give me just a second. He gets on the phone in front of me, goes, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, Pierce, yes. Puts his phone on his chest and says, Pierce, can you start tomorrow? I go, absolutely. He goes, okay, great. You can start tomorrow. So I was doing like construction work on the top of the skyscrapers in downtown Dallas. And I got to tell you at the time, it was probably the farthest thing that I would have thought of as being like the right type of work for me. I'm a pretty technical savvy kind of person, but this was what the Lord had given me. And it was definitely divine provision and direct answer to a prayer of mine. And so what I did is I took that work seriously, doing all of my work as unto the Lord and not as unto men. And I got to tell you, that didn't make me enjoy the work anymore. But what it did do is, is during that season, the Lord began to give me a vision for my life that I would have not otherwise had because I had time to think about it while I was doing this work. Not only that, I knew that the hand of God was on my life. He was providing for me, which means, which meant I knew that he was leaning forward and paying attention to everything I was doing. Now, during this time, I got a vision, uh, vision, I mean, this with a lowercase V for you know, what I was going to do for the next 10, maybe even 20 years of my life. And it was just a seed, but Lord created that space in order to give me vision. So why do I say that? Your business or your entrepreneurial journey right now may be at the very start of things, and it does not look like what you want it to look like. And you might be thinking, or the enemy might be tempting you to think that, It's this way because you've somehow missed the boat with what God wants you to do with your life. And when we begin to uh, accept that idea in our lives, it kind of creates a spiritual atrophy, meaning it breaks down kind of the, the strength of the spirit in our lives because we begin to accept that calling has not yet started. Whereas if we treat every moment as holy, recognizing that God has provided for us, it creates in us a sense of urgency. And it is this urgency that if we apply it to every moment of the day, and we can, we can apply it to spreadsheets, to meetings, to boardroom meetings, to financial planning, to the vision of our company. We lean forward with a sense of urgency and saying, Lord, teach me to number our days What it does is it's it's subtle, but it creates a shift in our hearts. And that shift gives us a sense of expectation and a sense of weightiness, because the Lord would not have put us here unless he had a plan for us to both experience him and partner with him. So urgency is not like worldly urgency. When we talk about it from a spiritual context, it does not create angst. It creates vision. You know, I've had people in my life who say, hey, you know, Pierce, you need to have a sense of urgency, like in high school, like basically get your butt in gear. When God talks about urgency, he's talking about realizing that his word is active and the ministry of Jesus is going on presently in this life. And it's something that we need to pay attention to. So first Peter Uh, One chapter one, verses 24 through 25 says all flesh is like grass and all its glory, like the flower of grass, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. The reality friend is that your business, your entrepreneurial aspirations, even your kingdom business is going to fade, but the word of the Lord is going to stand Forever. The reason that is important is because if we reprioritize the things that stand forever and not the things that fade, the things that fade will glorify the things that do not. Makes sense? Isn't that cool? So, practically, how do we apply urgency? Well, it's realizing. That God can do anything with any job, with any task, with any project, with any client, with any financial situation, with any industry, with any positioning in the marketplace. It doesn't matter what it looks like. God can work through it in order to give himself glory. There's nothing that needs to kind of reach a certain milestone or look a certain way before the call of God on your life. Will work through you. We don't need to wait for a series B funding in order for thank God to really start taking us seriously. That's not how it works. So, the way we apply activating urgency in our lives is to look at every detail of our business, our going ins and our coming outs, and saying, God, what would it look like if you got involved here? What would it look like if you got involved here? You know, the new hire. How do you see them, Lord? Uh, this business plan doesn't need to be a tweak here. It's presenting the work of your hands to him in such a way that it involves him now, not later. That is what we mean by urgency, because it treats the moment with respect. It develops the fear of the Lord in our hearts and refocuses what we should be putting our energy into. All right, you know this is a lunch break, so we have action. I'm going to do action a little bit differently. I want to actually read from First Corinthians chapter three, verses eleven through fifteen, because it will apply to you right now, and it's something honestly I recommend every entrepreneur memorize. And it talks about how we work with what God is doing on the earth. Okay, First Corinthians chapter three, verses eleven through fifteen. No one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest. For the day, capital D, will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as one through fire. When we think about the foundations that we are laying in our business, there must be no foundation other than Christ. And I know that sounds a little... Cliche, but when we think about things from this foundational perspective, the work that we pursue, and this is talking about real work here, it's talking about ministerial work, it's talking about the things you do in your business, it's work, work, whatever you apply your hands to. There are things in our lives, and I don't say this in any kind of condemning way, that are going to get burned up. It's just reality. He doesn't say anything about the saving grace of God in our lives, but there are things that I put my hands to, you may have put your hands to, that are going to get burned up. There's not going to be anything profitable at the end of the day that had the residue of Christ on it, was unto anything other than the work itself. And that's not what we want. It doesn't mean that you can't have success in life. It just means what is your life ultimately unto? And what we want to do is without applying a metric to it or getting too, you know, a uh, pharisaical about it is move our lives away from work that is not wood and hay and straw, but gold, silver, and precious stones, meaning things that glorify the foundation itself. Okay, friends. Hey, if you want to continue along with what we're doing and you want something other than the podcast, we're going through the book, Calling Awakened to the Purpose of Your Work. Uh, There's a link to the book in the description. You can also go to my website, piercebrantley.co to get the study guide. Uh, Otherwise, if not, you can just continue on uh, with this little mini series that we're doing. But uh, I'm praying for you guys. I'm thinking about you always. Until next time, think eternally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.